أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حوال الشلاح حوال موت بل احیا That is a reality. There's nobody that came in this world to live forever. He has to leave this world one day or the other. It is just the matter of when, where and how. When a person is going to die, that is in the knowledge of Allah. Where you are going to die and how you are going to die, that is in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As far as when a person is going to die, a mu'min and a believer is ready at all times. He's ready at all times. Anytime the call may be there and we have to leave this world, a mu'min and a believer should be ready. That is why it is important for a mu'min and a believer to be in taharat all the time also. That when mu'at comes, then he is in a state of purity also. And where a person is going to die, 
That also a mu'min and a believer should always be conscious about. That is why we should abstain and stay away from haram venues and places. Less mod comes and we have to die in that place. And as far as how a mu'min is going to die, that is also something that a mu'min and a believer should be worried and conscious about. Yes, and it is understandable, every believer wants to die in a nice way. Either be in salah or in the tilawat of Quran. Many of us have this desire and this wish that I die in Makkah and Medina whilst making tawaf of the Kaaba or in the haram of Madinatul Munawwara. We have this desire. But which is the best mode and the best death for a believer? What is the best way for a believer to die? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one hadith Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala says, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ لَوَدِدْتُ أَنَغْزُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ أُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوا ثُمَّ أُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوا ثُمَّ أُقْتَلْ أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام ونبي صلى الله عليه وسلم said explaining to us what should be the wish of a believer and what is the best way to die Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I wish by the oath of that being in whose hand is the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I wish that I can go out and fight in the path of Allah and then be killed, be assassinated, be martyred, be, be made shaheed. Then I'm given life again. I go out again in the path of Allah and then I'm martyred again. Go out in the path of Allah and be martyred again. They say in one hadith, Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu reports this hadith and he says that when a jannati goes into jannat, once he sees the bounties and the beauty of jannat, even if you offer him the entire world and whatever is contained in it, he will never wish to come back into this world. Even if you make him the king of the whole world and give him everything of this world, he will never ever wish to come back into this world, illa shaheed except the shaheed. And that too a shaheed will wish to come back into this world, give his life for the sake of Allah, become shaheed again, and then, and then go into Jannah, come back again. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said a shaheed will wish to come in this world ten times, meaning many times. He will wish to give his life for the sake of Allah because he will, he would have real, he, he realizes the honor and the status that a shaheed enjoys in the courts of Allah. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma rzuqni shahadatan fi sabili. Waj'al mawti fi baladi rasulik sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He used to make dua to Allah, O Allah, grant me shahada, martyrdom in your path. And make my death, or let me die in the beloved city of your Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sahaba used to wonder how is this going to be possible. This was the dua of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, but how is it going to be possible? Because in the, in the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, jihad and battle was taking place far and wide in the Roman and the, in the Persian lands. 
And Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, because of his involvement in the affairs of the state and the Khilafat, he used to be mostly stationed in Madinah Sharif. So how is this going to be, be possible? Because to give, to become shaheed, you have to be out in the path of Allah. So when, when Abu Lu'lu, the, the, the Majusi and the fire worshipper, when he attacked Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, then the people realized that the dua of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu has been answered. In the Fajr Salah, Abu Lu'lu attacked Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu whilst he was performing the Salah. He attacked him so viciously and, and, and uh, you know he assaulted him so so seriously that he uh, pierced the dagger through the through the stomach of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu according to some reports when Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was given milk to drink it even oozed out of that wound when Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu regained consciousness he asked those around him two questions one he asked the first thing he asked was did the Jamaatul Muslimin did they perform the salah or not did they complete the salah or not because he was busy performing the Fajr salah one of the Sahaba had stepped forward and had completed the salah so this uh, uh, pleased Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. the second question he asked who attacked me when it was said to him that it was a mushrik Abu Lu'lu a Majusi, fire worshipper, Umar radiallahu ta'ala was very happy that his dua got answered of shahadat and dying for the sake of Allah. Martyrdom is a great thing. It's something that we should aspire for. Something that we should we should we should desire and something that we should make dua for. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu was known as Sayfullah, the sword of Allah. When he was leaving this world, passing away, dying, he was passing away in his home, on his bed. And Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu is crying profusely. So someone said to him, Oh Khalid radiallahu ta'ala anhu, why are you crying? You went to so many battles and you gave your entire life for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are you crying about? What are you worried? Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala said that I am crying. That I went into so many battles. There is not a spot on my body that does not have a scar. From the, from the, from the jihad and the battlefield that I've been through. But look at me, I am dying on my bed. I wanted shahadat. I wanted martyrdom. Every battle that I went for, I went with this desire for shahadat. But look at how I am dying here. So somebody explained to him, and ulama also explained, and they say that he's, he, he was given the title of Sayfullah, and the sword of Allah cannot be broken. That is why Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala did not fall in the battlefield. One sahabi, Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala anhu, very young sahabi, joins the battle, and that too initially he was refused because of his young age. But he joins the battle, and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gives him ijazat because he started crying. He wanted to go out in the path of Allah. They had that desire for shahadat. Unfortunately today we don't have, we don't even think about martyrdom. We will think about dying in Medina. We will think about dying in Makkah. We will think about dying whilst we in sajda. But how many of us think about the fact that to die as a shaheed is the greatest martaba and, and the greatest of honor. So this Khalid bin, uh, this uh, Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he joins Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in battle. And during the battle an arrow pierces him. 
It enters into his body. He comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I want this arrow to be pulled out. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and we all know an arrow, you know, when it enters your body, it's not easy for it to be removed because of the triangle uh, head, the, the, uh, the head of the arrow. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala anhu, if you have one of two options, one is I'll remove the entire arrow for you with the head and everything. The other is I will, the head will remain in your body and I will remove the shaft, the stick, the stem. I will remove that. But, but I will but bear I witness will for you on the day of Qiyamah that you are a shaheed. What do you want? Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala said, I opt for the second option. I, I want, you may leave the head of the arrow in my body so that you may give shahadat and you, uh, you may give witness on the day of Qiyamah that I am a shaheed. It is reported that he lived. Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala lived right till the time of Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu until that wound with that, that arrowhead that was in his body it opened up and by, by virtue of that wound he became shaheed and he passed away on the day of Qiyamah Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will give witness one sahabi once came into Masjid al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he made dua Allahumma aati أفضل ما تعطي عبادك الصالحين اللهم أعطني أفضل ما تعطي عبادك الصالحين Oh Allah grant me the best that you will ever give any of your pious servants That which the best thing that you give your pious servants Oh Allah grant me that When he Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after the salah called that person and he asked him, that, did you make this dua? He said, yes, I made this dua. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if that is your dua, it has been accepted. But be prepared. Your horse is going to be wounded and you are going to be made shaheed. Because there's nothing better which Allah can grant a person than shahadat. When a person dies as a shaheed, before his blood touches the ground, all his gunas and sins are forgiven. He hasn't left this world as yet. He hasn't left this world as yet. He is already shown his place in Jannah. There is no questioning for him in the Qabr. He is given a crown of honor to, uh, to wear. Then, as far as accountability, there's no accountability according to one hadith. He will be given a crown to wear the, uh, the, the gem and one gem and one ruby on the crown is better than the entire world and whatever is contained on it. And he will be kept away from from everybody else in the sense that everyone will be going through accountability and through hisab kitab but the shuhada will be kept in what we will term as a VIP lounge waiting at the entrance of Jannah according to some of the ahadith it is referred to as a beautiful green dome domed uh, bil, uh, building which will be like a VIP lounge waiting for accountability to finish hisab kitab to finish and then they will be granted entrance into Jannah Say the, the shuhada minimum will be given 72 hours of Jannah and a shaheed will be allowed to intercede on behalf of 70 members of his family. We have heard about the Hafiz al-Quran. Hafiz al-Quran is allowed to intercede, will be allowed to intercede on the day of Qiyamah on behalf of 10 members of his family. A shaheed will be given the honor to intercede on behalf of, on behalf of 70 members of his family.
As far as shahadat is concerned, there is great martaba, there is great status and honor for a shaheed. One who has given his life for the sake and for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Anas bin Nadar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in the battle of Uhud, Hazrat Saad radiallahu ta'ala anhu reports and he says, that I saw Hazrat Anas bin Nadar radiallahu ta'ala anhu rushing towards the maidan, towards the battlefield. And there he was saying, I can get the fragrance of Jannah coming from Uhud. Then later they found him lying on the battlefield with over 90 wounds on his body. It was so badly mutilated that his sister only identified him from his, fing- his, fi- his fingertips. When Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw his body and stood at his side, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Minal mu'mineen rijalun sadaku ma'ahadullaha alayhi. From amongst the believers are those who have proven themselves before Allah. Sadaku ma'ahadullaha alayhi. The promises that they have made to Allah, they have kept to those promises. Sahaba ikram were ready to give their life. They knew them or the, what was the status of they were prepared to go out in the path of Allah and give their life. A Sahabi is being, uh, what you can say, uh, martyred, is being killed, and he's saying, Fustu wa Rabbil Kaaba. In the early days, many people accepted Islam, the Kuffar accepted Islam just by listening to this statement of a Sahabi. Fustu wa Rabbil Kaaba. Here you die. Your life is coming out. And you are saying that I am honored, I am successful by the Lord of the Kaaba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the, in the Quran says, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا Do not ever regard those that have died in the path of Allah to be dead. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ But they are alive. They are alive and they are being fed by Allah. Commentators of the Quran, they explain this and they say, that when a person dies, everybody goes into alam barza We go into an, like an intermediary phase, where everybody goes in, first of all, when a person dies, he goes into the qabr, there is questioning, marrabbuk, wama dinuk, waman hadar rajul, we are being questioned in the qabr. As far as a shaheed is concerned, he is not questioned. He is saved from that questioning. But everybody else has to go through that questioning. Then if a person fares well, he was a man, of Iman, he was a good person and he answers all those questions and he's made to sleep he sleeps like how a bride sleeps on the first night, those of you are married you may think how my bride slept on the first night, you can go home and ask her to but the commentators of the, of the hadith says what is meant by like how a bride sleeps on her first night it means that a woman one of the things that they look for in a man is security they look for is security so when she finds the right husband then she sleeps with a sense of security. So when a person has answered those questions in the cupboard, he now sleeps like how a bride sleeps with a sense of security, with the breeze from Jannah coming, the windows to Jannah are open for him, and he sleeps till that time, until that time when the trumpet will be blown for the second time, then everybody will come out of the cupboards and they will head towards Maidan al-Hashr. But he will be sleeping at that time. But the shaheed is not sleeping. He is already enjoying the ni'mats of Jannah. He is being fed. 
بل احیاء عند ربهم یرزقون اللہ says that the شہید is already enjoying the foods of jannat the fruits of jannat he is already enjoying those bounties and nemats of jannat he is also uh, moving around in jannat some of the احادیث makes mention of the souls and the roof of the شہید being put into a bird and then they, they, they fly around merrily in jannat even eating of the fruits and the bounties of jannat in one hadith Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes mention regarding the, the, the shaheed those that are martyred in the path of Allah how easy and simple it is outwardly it seems like you know it was so brutal it was so terrible you know when we look at some of the pictures that are coming you know in, on whatsapp etc and it really grieves us it really sad it's sad and done but if you look back in history look back in history Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is standing at the corpse and the body of Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu ears taken off nose cut off vitals from inside have been taken out not only that according to some narrations Hinda who was not a Muslim at that time Hinda radiallahu anha after that she accepted Islam had made a necklace out of the vitals and the internal organs of Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu the ears and the nose etc and that too she is showing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now imagine what must be going through the mind of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at that time looking at his uncle at the body of his uncle they say Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never cried so much they know no sahabi saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cry as much as he cried and when he was standing at the body at the Mubarak body of Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu but Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that la yajidu la yajidu uh, لا يجد أحدكم من القتل إلا كما يجد أحدكم مثل قرصة أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام ونبي كريم صلى الله عليه وسلم says that when a person is made شهيد when he is being killed in the path of Allah then he doesn't feel except to the extent of a pinch. In, a, in other words, he's, when his ruh is coming out, when he's giving his life for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is just like a needle picking him or like somebody pinching him and his life comes out. Allah makes it so easy. Sometimes we think that the person is going through such a, you know, gruesome mort and such a gruesome death. And just the other day we read one article or one uh, one mother says regarding the shuhada in, uh, in Gaza. She says that I saw my son in the dream and I asked him that what happened? He said, oh mother, I don't know. When the bombs were falling, I was running towards you. And as I was running, I found myself running in this beautiful garden. Then, but how did you feel? Did you feel any pain, oh, oh my son? He says, no, I just felt it like a pinch, like a little pinch on my hand. And then I found myself in this beautiful garden. So giving your life for the deen of Allah should be the desire of every believer. What is happening out there, they are being honored actually. They are being granted the high maqam and status. The people of Gaza are giving their life and other parts of the world also. Those that are being martyred and made shaheed only on the basis of their deen and their religion. On the basis or on the fact that they are Muslim, they are reciters of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. When a person gives his life for the deen of Allah, when a person is being oppressed, 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 oppressed.
In fact, in the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qutila duna malihi fahuwa shaheed. Whoever dies whilst protecting his property is a, is a shaheed. Man qutila duna ahlihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who is protecting his family and he dies is a shaheed. Man qutila duna deenihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who dies whilst protecting his deen is a shaheed. Man qutila duna madlamatihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who is protecting himself from oppression and he dies in that state, he is a shaheed. Such a high martaba and status they are enjoying. In fact, on the one side, we are feeling very grieved, saddened, and we pity the condition of our Muslim brothers there. But by the same token, we envy the Lord that they are leaving this world as shuhada. Their status are being increased. They are getting very, very high maqam and status in the courts of Allah. And it is their blood. And it is their sacrifices that they are making. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will eliminate. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove all the oppression that is taking place. Not only in that land, but throughout the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is basically using them in order to eradicate and to wipe out that oppression that is taking place throughout the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them the highest stages of Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease the difficulties that they are going through. But we first of all should also have, looking at their condition, we should within our hearts create the desire for shahadat and for martyrdom also. Many of us, we don't even think about shahada. We don't even think about martyrdom. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَن مَاتَ وَلَمْ يَغْزُ وَلَمْ يُحَدِّدْ بِهِ نَفْسُ مَاتَ عَلَى شُعْبَةٍ مِّن نِفَاقٍ A person who has never gone out in battle, never fought in the part of Allah. Sometimes we never got, perhaps we didn't get the opportunity to go out or to fight. But a mu'min and a believer must always have the desire in his heart that I am prepared to go and fight for the deen of Allah. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَن مَاتَ وَلَمْ يَغْزُ A person who has died without fighting in the part of Allah he never even had the desire in his heart to go out and fight for the deen of Allah he dies as a, as a munafiq he is not a true believer. A true believer is one who is prepared at any given time to give his life for the deen of Allah. One Bedouin joined Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Khaybar expedition. After the Khaybar expedition, the booty was distributed and a share was allotted to him. A share was, was allotted for him. When somebody brought it and passed it over to him, he said, what is this? I didn't come here for this. I came out in this expedition and I came to give my life in the path of Allah. What I desire is that the arrow must come and shoot me here and I must give my life for the deen of Allah. This is what I came for. Somebody related this to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And not long thereafter they went out in one of the expeditions, an arrow came and shot shot him exactly on the spot that he put his finger on and he became shaheed. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood in front of his janazah and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh Allah, here lies a servant of yours. 
He migrated for your sake. He, he went out in the path of Allah for your sake. And oh Allah, he has given, has become shaheed and martyr. Oh Allah, I am happy with him. Oh Allah, I bear witness to him. What a great mot. This was the desire that Sahaba Ikram had. And to a great extent, or to a certain extent, we can say, you will find this even in the people of Gaza. You find them saying, little, little boys and little children are saying, Hasbun Allahu wa ni'mal wakil. They are, they are saying that everything is from Allah. We put our trust upon Allah. They are happy. And a shaheed emanates beautiful fragrance from his body. And this is being witnessed now also. It happened in the time of, of Sahaba. It happened in the time of Taab, of Tabi'in. It happened in many other battles. And even now, there are so many reports of the bodies of the shuhada emanating a beautiful fragrance. Not only that, they are some Sometimes under the rubble, sometimes their bodies are lying out there for days on end. But when it is brought, there is no change in the body. In other words, it hasn't uh, decomposed at all. This is also a, sha- a sign of the shahadat. It is a sign that Allah has accepted them as martyrs and as shaheed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such that we all have within us that desire for shahadat and to stand up for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhiru dawana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil الحمد لله الحمد لله علي ذات عظيم صفات سمي سمات كبير شان جليل القدر في ذكر متاع الأمر جلي البرهان فقيم الإثم غزير العلم وسيل الحلم كثير الغفران جميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العربا وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحد الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي للطاعة ومن طاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدع فإن البدعة تهدي للمعصية ومن يأس الله ورسوله فقد دل وغواب وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله واجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه امذكم يا موالي وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم 
جہنم داخرین بارک اللہ بارک اللہ لنا ولکم فی القرآن العظیم ونفعنا وإیاکم بالآیات ودک الحکیم استغفر اللہ لی ولکم ولسائر المسلمین فاستغفروا انہو هو الغفور الرحیم الحمدللہ الحمدللہ نحمده ونستعینه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوکل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سیئات عمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فان ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى وشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى اللهم اغفر للباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضي الله تعالى عنه وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين اللہ اللہ فی اصحابی لا تتخذوہم غردا من بعدی فمن احبہم فبحبی احبہم ومن ابغدہم فببغدی ابغدہم وخیر امتی قرنی ثم الذین یلونہم ثم الذین یلونہم ربنا اتنا فی الدنیا حسنا وفی الاخرة حسنا وقنا عذاب النار اللہم وفقنا لما تحب وترضا من الفعل والقول والنیت والهدا انکا علا كل شيء قدير اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وألف بين قلوبهم وأصلح ذات بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم العن الكفرة الذين يصدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون أولياءك اللهم شتت شملهم اللهم مزق جمعهم اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم اللهم أنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين وصلى الله على النبي الكريم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين 
عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتايد القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون واذكروا الله يذكركم ودعوه يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين كلا إذا دكت الأرض دكا دكا وجاء ربك والملك صفا صفا وجيء يومئذ بجهنم يومئذ يتذكر الإنسان وأنا له الذكرى يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي فيومئذ لا يعذب عذابه أحد ولا يوثق وثاقه أحد يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخلي في عبادي وادخلي جنتي الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله 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 الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله 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 السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والآقمة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين اللهم يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك وخير الخلق كله ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وجعلنا مسلمين لك ومن ذريتنا أمة مسلمة ورنا مناسكنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا أتنا 
في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنية والهدى إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عيون واجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم إنا نسلك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع لليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة ما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين